News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sakota, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you for the next 30 minutes or so. And we've got some great questions as we do every week. We hope you stick around here in the studio. Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Kevin, good to see you, sir. Hey, good morning, Bob. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. Thank you for being here, Mr. Rocky. Good morning, Bob. Glad to be here. Glad you're here. Also, my son Greg. Hey, howdy. And uh, you can see Greg's stuff on Instagram. There's a variety of things he does as our photography, marketing, books, all that stuff. And good to have you here. Hey, don't put me on record. Okay, oh. if you don't want. <laughs> coming up, coming up in just a couple of minutes, 10 major costs. Every homeowner, whether it's a condo or a single-family home, needs to be prepared for. I'll tell you about that in just a minute. Uh, this interesting study, 24% of renters believe winter is the best time to buy a home. It's actually even better, but what's happening is, according to Bank of America's annual Home Buyers Insights Report, 41% of renters surveyed agreed that spring is the best time to buy a home. The surprising result, however, is that when ranking seasons, winter comes in second. Not summer, not fall. So that's an interesting point. As of a couple of weeks ago, we had less than, uh, was it 3,000? Less than 3,000 active listings in the MLS in the Louisville, Kentucky area. Normally for this time of year, it's 3,000 or above. At the height of the season in years past, it's gone as high as 6,000. This is during the slowdown in the economy for real estate. Uh, But... Typically, 4,000 is about standard uh, during the height of the summer last year. But now, with below 3,000, this is an incredible time to put your house on the market. I mentioned this last week just to give you an idea. Big, 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 big builder in the Louisville area asked me to sell his personal home. We uh, listed it on a Saturday. Greg did all the pictures. We had everything ready to go Saturday. And then Sunday, we had three offers sold it and our guy is thrilled with what we were able to do for him so that that's and we have a backup offer uh, full price as well to boot so just to let you know if you are thinking about it now's the time call me and i'm more than happy to get out there and we can talk about what needs to be done you can reach me anytime on my cell phone three seven six five four eight three let's go to the phone good morning bob sakola louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas hello this is Dan, yeah. and I'm looking at selling my house. Hopefully, it'll bring in a lot of money. Okay. But first, it will probably cost me money, um, like spiffing up the house and paying someone to sell it. What are some of the costs that I can pay that will be deducted on taxes? So who knows more about this? Who thinks they know more? Go ahead. Kevin? <laughs> so he wants to know what type of costs that he you can, can deduct. deduct from his taxes that are applicable in a closing? Well, the first thing I would say with respect to taxes is capital gains. Yeah. But if you have owned the property for at least two of the last five years that you're exempt, it's a sell of a personal residence, so there is no capital gains. What this gentleman may have been talking about is he's got the house and that exemption does not apply. So he's talking about it's a concept called basis, what you bought the property for, what you put into it, the cost that you incur in order to sell the property. And uh, like I said, there are a whole lot of things that you'll see on the settlement statement that you can deduct. Uh, mm-hmm. Property taxes, you're going to be paying a transfer tax here locally. Um, 
got deep prep, you've got settlement charges, of course, commission, uh, holding costs and things like that that you're you're allowed to deduct, uh, gets into some issues with depreciation. Mm-hmm. But basically, everybody, if you're involved in investment properties, you really need to have a CPA to sit down and do your tax returns. But the bottom line thing is if you've owned it for two of the last five years, and I cautious people, some of them live part of the year in Florida where there's no state income tax, you've got to be cautious with whether or not you want to declare the sale of a property in Kentucky as your personal residence. At the same time, you file a return that says Florida is your residence. Mm-hmm. When and at closing, you should point out that you are putting a, a document in front of the the uh, seller that says what. Well, we kind of go through the tests that the IRS has established. If we just like say Randy here's got an investment property, we're going to ten ninety nine him so that he can pay his fair share. He loves that, don't you? Mm-hmm. You love it. But with respect <laughs> to people that most of the folks will go through that same steps, and there's some income and uh, sales price uh, criteria in that too. But basically, is if you own it as a personal residence, does not have to be contiguous mm-hmm. for two any two of the last five years. We have them fill out a form, sign it, and then we report it as a sale of a residence, in which case you should be done from the IRS standpoint. So that's the main thing that – and, again, the gentleman didn't say, uh, I think, on the phone call whether it was residence or I investment didn't, property. I didn't catch but, that. Yeah. But we have a lot of people. The, the worst thing is, okay, if you sell it, you're at the closing table. I say, did you own it for two of the last five years? And they said, well, I've owned it for one year and 11 months. And then they look at their yeah. real estate agent at the time and uh, – Anyway, that's um, mm-hmm. yeah. So you should have done. Yeah, but yeah, a little late. Yeah, but right. but you know, usually if you owe it that short a period of time, by the time you take all the cost off, there's not much gain anyway. Okay, all right. All well, right. we got the answer on that one. Let us go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Lucy. Yeah. After I applied for my loan, the lender gave me a good faith estimate of the terms. Just before the closing, the terms changed, and it was not for the better. What can I do? Mm. Is that allowed, Randy? Because aren't they all stated? The, they're yes, and it happens all the time. It's it's terrible uh, for our industry. It's called bait and switch, and um, there's yeah. not a lot they can do. Usually, it's it, it's it's awful, and it happens quite regularly in our industry. And I don't I don't know how people put their head on their pillow at night being in my industry doing it. I really don't, but. Uh, uh, bait and switch is very prominent. What should uh, the potential buyers who are going loan shopping, what should they be looking for to prevent that from happening? I think that they need to ask their realtor and uh, uh, who, who they need to talk to and because uh, most of the time you guys have had experiences with people that are honest and do right. things the right way. Yeah. I know the, interesting, just like you know, a couple of weeks ago we had an offer come in on one of our homes, and it was backed up by – a loan company that was on the internet and uh, we said to the uh, the buyer agent listen we'll entertain your offer but you're going to need a uh, pre-approval letter from a reputable lender locally because we've had too many experiences where this internet lender goes ahead and just pre-qualifies somebody based on a conversation over five minutes and then sends them a, it a letter. It happens all the time. And it doesn't pan out, does oh, it? Oh, you go through it, Bob, and you, yeah. you, you're telling, you get very upset in your nice, calm yes, way. Yes, you know but, that. But <laughs> you, you really, you yeah, really do. Right. And you have a right to. No, I mean, uh, I mean I, we, yeah. all kidding aside, yes. how much, I mean, all you guys here, yeah. 
How much is that? I mean, people oh, sold terrible. their homes. No, it's, it's terrible. And they and they yeah. they've scheduled the movers. I mean, it, I mean, we could sit here and talk for days. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a very back serious back situation. All oh, back to back. Oh, it's a everybody's domino effect. Yeah. It's yeah. it's terrible. It really is. But uh, my thanks to Rennie because his company is proof that it can be done the right way and make it successful. So let us go back Thank to you. the phone. You bet. Uh, good morning, Bob Sekilder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob, this is Peter, yeah. and I'm planning on t- selling my home soon uh-huh. and with the help of a real estate agent. Okay. But I keep hearing that I should avoid dual agency. What's dual agency and why should I avoid it? All right, so let's go to Kevin. What do you say? You want to explain? Because I think that's right up your alley. Well, when you sign a listing agreement, the commission is paid to the listing agent's broker, and they have a cooperating broker. Uh, which the buyer's agent, so that the obligation primarily is to the seller. The dual agency where is where the individual is representing both the seller as a listing agent and the buyer. There's always a bit of a conflict, an inherent conflict of interest. So the dual agency form is just to make sure that the consumers are aware of the fact that you're representing both seller and buyer and kind of goes through the clause. Just let them know that uh, – there's an inherent conflict in that, but assuming that, again, people do that as long as the transaction is fairly simple and everybody gets along fairly well. But you finally do, and we've had a few where you have a dual agency, the parties start feuding, in which case sometimes the agent has to say, okay, I, I can no longer serve as a dual agent. I need to move back and have either the broker or another agent come in. So let me just tell you what we do, which is a little bit different. There's a little bit different twist on it. I personally, I know this sounds to some of the folks listening may be a shock, but I personally will not show one of our listings. And I, I, I don't want to be on both sides. It's done for agents to be on both sides, double-ended. There's some new regulations coming out uh, from uh, new reg- well, new laws that have been put into effect by the National Realtors Association uh, that will prevent coming soon listings, which is how some agents were able to get both sides. I just don't feel comfortable being on both sides. So if a buyer comes to me, I immediately hand them to my team, or they have may have another agent at another office handle it. It's not completely clean because they're still on my team, but the point is they are they have no knowledge of what my sellers have told me, and I don't divulge that at all. Well, that breaks down to designated ag- agency where you're still – and teams, the line gets blurried as far as if it is on the same – if you're in the same brokerage, you're in the same building, but you're on the same team, is it – well, then you have to be careful about the communications, right. and yeah. you've got a you've got an email and a text. We if live in a fast-paced right. world. Do you copy in both? Do you Absolutely. only copy in one? Yeah, it's then scary. you've got a conflict, and that's where the the, well, the line is. In our particular profession, sometimes people represent both spouses in a divorce, and it's very Sloppy. very difficult. In very few situations, it actually works because if a dispute develops, you got to walk away. But the problem is, they're getting divorced. There's a pretty good chance. That, that someone is going to have a conflict with the other party. Mm-hmm. And in your case, inherently, you're trying to get the most money for the seller. That's right. You're trying to get the best deal for the buyer. Well, I, How do you I represent yeah, both? I don't have to worry about right. representing both because I'm only doing one. But oh, you're absolutely that, right. Yeah. That's, the, that's the concern. That's one of the concerns. But you yeah. could have, okay, grandma and grandson, and they just want to sit down and have you both look over, make sure the paperwork's Whole correct. different scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah in which right. case you can do it. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, 10 major costs every homeowner needs – to be prepared for. That's coming up in just a couple of minutes. First, we're going to take a break. A reminder that if you want to see some of our reviews, louisvillezillow.com is one place to go. 
Also, you can head to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. We thank, of course, being here in the studio, and we'll continue. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. My son, Greg, who does our marketing and phenomenal photography, is here as well. You can see his Instagram. At We Sell Louisville. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Pitt and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt and Frank, 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. And you can get more information about our Guaranteed Sell Program or our Instant Offer Sale Program, where you can cancel at any time, no extra fees. When you use those Guaranteed Sale or Instant Offer Program, you can reach me at 376-5483. But quite frankly, just about everybody we talk to wants to use our regular service, which is where we sell homes faster and for more money. And you can reach me at that same number, 376-5483. In the studios, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. My son, Greg, who's doing a great job with our marketing. Good to have you. And you can see what some of the stuff. Instagram is so hot right now. So hot right now. So hot. Ha- it's so hot. It's hot. So hot. Anyway, you can see what he does by going to Instagram and looking up. At We Sell Louisville, at the Socolor team. Okay. You can spell our last name, S-O-K-O-L-E-R. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. And you can Google search us. You'll see some of the stuff that's out there on this. Okay, so 10 major costs every homeowner needs to be prepared for. This is a concern. In case you don't know, it really is a major concern. You want to plan ahead. Owning a home is usually a great investment, but buying one can also be a huge financial risk if you're not prepared for the costs that come with home ownership. Costs that range far and beyond the mortgage payments. So while most homeowners are prepared for reoccurring expenses, you know, mortgage, like electric, water, gas, things like that, there's some things that come into play that you need to be prepared for. So first of all, plan ahead. When you own a home, you need to be prepared for the unexpected. Otherwise, you will have take out a home equity loan and be knocking on Randy's door. I need to borrow some money. Property taxes, if you're not escorting property taxes, that bill comes pretty quickly at the end of the year. You need mm-hmm. to pay that. So that's a concern. Heating and cooling problems. Make sure you keep their units serviced because if you don't, you could end up having a requirement of a, a heating and air specialist come over. And the last thing you want to hear them say is the unit is at the end of its life. It's time to be replaced. Typically, now this is, I don't necessarily agree with this, but uh, the report I'm reading here is that uh, the inspector, when they do an inspection, um, typically a, her, a furnace, HVAC system, the life is about 15 years on average, or air conditioner system about 12 years old. You may soon need to replace them. New furnace runs about 4500 and new central AC costs about 3800 Roof repairs. On a regular basis, we could see roof repairs, and that could be rather expensive. It may be a patch-up job. Five hundred. It could be a new roof for ten, fifteen thousand. Unemployment. You want to make sure that you plan. Not that it's going to happen, but just in case you become injured or there's a problem with work and you have to leave work, you need to have money to cover that. You need to make sure you've got money to cover loss from theft. This happened to me. If a robber strikes your house, homeowners insurance can help you out, but only after you pay the deductible. So make sure you have money put aside to pay your deductible and know what that deductible is. Could be five hundred, could be a thousand, could be more. The best way to ensure that you recover the value of your stolen property is to make a detailed home inventory complete with photos, receipts, and videos, and keep it in a safe deposit box, off site, or in the cloud. And I can't tell you how important it is. At the very least, folks, when you're done today with this show and you have time this afternoon, take your camera, go around the house, shoot either video or pictures of every room. So at the very least, if something happens, and those pictures hopefully will be in the cloud, at the very least, you'll be able to refer to those in the event something happens where you're stolen, things are stolen, or that there's a fire. Pest control and repair those little piles of dust along the floorboard and all the teeny pinholes in the wall could be indications of a termite infestation. Most homeowners' policies don't cover termite damage. You may not know that. And depending on the extent of the destruction, you could be on the hook for some 10000 or more, especially if they got into the structure of the house. And that's costly. Uh, it could cost you 400 maybe 2500 at most to have regular repairs or checkups. In fact, we had one this past week by a reputable company. They just go in, they spray for termites, and they do a yearly uh, check on it. Landscaping costs. Maintaining your landscaping takes time, money. If you're willing to do the mowing and occasional feeding and seeding yourself, you can have a lush, tidy lawn on the cheap. But if existing grass is in bad shape, you could pay between 3000 and 15000 to have a new lawn professionally installed, and the lawn is only part of your landscaping costs. Dead tree removals range from 300 to 1000 or more per tree. You need to keep an eye on that because if the tree is dead and you haven't taken care of it, it could fall on your house or your neighbor's house and could cause industry uh, 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 an injury. And then, of course, you need to have thoughts about do you put a sprinkler system in, and that can set you back as much as four grand. 
security system. Do you have a, a home security system, gentlemen in the studio? Yes, yeah, no? Yeah. Definitely. Okay, yes. yes. So, so do we. And you can do the do-it-yourself. Greg, you're, you did a do-it-yourself one, right? Yeah, it's called a pit bull. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, there's a whole bunch of, um, like, Google Nest and at Home Aware Away. And there's all sorts of online. You can go buy a kit from Lowe's and do a little wireless app. They're great. You can do stuff where you can lock your phone or your home from your phone. Yep. Um, cameras, it's, everything included. It's, it's just cool. amazing. And, like, even really great neighborhoods. Yeah. Like my daughter's neighborhood around Seneca Park. Breaking yeah. into cars in the driveway. So it's important now. Oh, we had I, that going through. People were going, they, they, they'll they go in a car, the passenger will lean out the window, and they'll go and they'll just pull handles. So they're not like on foot. Wow. And then they'll jump out if they find one, grab stuff, and get back in and drive away. So they're not, it's, it's like, I caught, this, I caught this on my sketchy. camera a month ago. So here's the Crazy. tip from this is if at nothing else, you can go to a big box store and buy a Nest Cam or a, a Ring doorbell cam. And put it outside, especially the doorbell cams are simple now. They hook up. You can get support if you need help. Uh, If they don't work on your system, if it's that type of a system, you can always return it. But at least you're hooked up. You're part of the neighborhood. You can see what's outside of your door, and you keep an eye on it. It's so important. The guys over at that big box here in uh, St. Matthews, I'll have to say, I came from there. They're amazing. They're, they're, They're highly trained. They know what to get you. Foundation issues. Structural integrity of a house depends on its foundation, and if there are problems with the foundation... The repair costs can be quite expensive. You could pay as little as a thousand bucks to have a wall or leaky basement patch and sealed, or as much as twenty-five thousand to have shifting foundation walls excavated and stabilized. This is a major problem. If you see water penetrating into your basement, don't let it go, because ultimately it's going to do more damage to your house. And if and when you decide to go sell your house, remember there's an inspector coming in. He's going to be looking for problems. And the problems could have gotten worse. So do yourself a big favor. And if you see any signs of a water leak, cracks in the foundation, something new that's occurred that you hadn't seen before, it's time to get on the stick and start working towards getting a repair or remedy for it because it could end up costing you much more money than you thought. And finally, as we're speaking, the number 11 here is water damage. A slow leak in the roof or around a window isn't always noticeable right away, but over time, the consistent trickle of water between the walls or into the attic can lead to expensive mold growth or structural damage, which could cost you thousands to remedy and repair. So if you see some stains on around the windows, somewhere in the house, from the ceiling, and it's new, it's time to call in experts. We've got a list of a variety of contractors who can come out and get you information and solve it. You can call me anytime for that, whether you're a client or not. I don't care. I'm going to help you. You can just call me at 376-5483. That's probably why we've got some great reviews, because people know that we really care about you as a person, not just making a sale. If you want to, in fact, see some of the reviews, go to LouisvilleZillow.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. It's Doreen. Yeah. What should I consider when buying a house at age 60 or above? So coming from somebody who is 60 or above, I can tell you a house uh, without stairs is the best thing that if you're looking for a house is is the best thing, quite frankly. Because uh, as we get older, it's tougher to go climb upstairs, go to bed, come down to get something to eat during the breakfast time. So steps one. Two is maybe less maintenance on the outside, so you want to put... You want to really work on a patio home where you don't have outside maintenance. You'll pay more because of the monthly fee, 
but that fee also covers usually maintenance around the house, yard work, and on the roof. So those are some important things to look for. We don't have, I don't know that we have any secure 55 and older communities in the Louisville area. Can anybody think of those? Like that, the, the no. place right up by Lake Forest now, it's technically a retirement community. It's not no. like an old folks home, I don't Forum? think. Forum? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's more assisted living in some level, yeah. right? Isn't well, it? it's yeah. independent and assisted. Yeah, and different I, levels. I, there are some, a lot of towns. Yeah, I'm grappling with what this really means <laughs> either way. Is it? Does it? Is it even? Is there no. anything that doesn't no, just no, lead no. to in, this? In many cities, there are communities that Florida. are gated. Florida, in Florida, for example. But there are other parts in the country that have Florida. Them as well. <laughs> where <laughs> some people go and retire. Wait, in there's Florida. one Same in deal. Florida. What's the one? Lake. Anyway, celebration. No, is it, no, no, it's not no, no. celebration. Eighty thousand. There's residents. a lot of uh, seniors who've moved down there. Yeah, we've had a couple. Of people. There's a lot of interesting stuff goes on down there. <laughs> yeah, <that's how> I, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it's, it up. This is a family this show. Is we're not, thing. We this are is not going to assert advances in pharmaceuticals. Hold on. In the next, yeah. Yeah. In the look next look three minutes, I'm going to see look if I can look find it. Up, it you'll look it up while we're going forward. So anyway, so I wish we had a community that was adult. Only, I mean, it'd be illegal to say it's just adult only, but it would be for senior 55 and above or above who would we could all move into as you get to that point if you want to. I think there's one on Tucker Station they're building now. Cause oh, it's, really? It's in a senior uh, community. Senior is defined as 55 and older, which right. kind of. Yeah. So you're you're over the yeah, hill? Yeah, I'm, I'm technically a senior under that. But I, but I think it's something that's a nice market segment to, to go on after. But, but that's the first one I've seen that they designed it for that. Okay. All right, so if they're listening, call me, 3765483. We want to have you on the show to kind of give you a heads up with people to know about that. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Beth. Yeah. I had my house on the market, and I accepted a contract from a buyer. Yesterday, my agent told me that the buyer's gotten cold feet and doesn't want the house. Is there any <laughs> way to make them buy the house? So they got cold feet. We've had a couple of these over the past couple of months where um, they backed out and they've already gone through inspections. Well, this has been the subject of a lot of debate about the, the contract and, and, and it, the, we would call it the teeth to keep the, the buyers in that situation. Usually there's an inspection provision, and if you've got a an agent that's pretty well schooled, you can find a way to get out of the contract that. Usually, unless it's a, it's a terrible situation, um, Usually you can hold on to the good faith deposit tendered with the contract saying that they have not operated in, in good faith, mm-hmm. but then you have to go through mediation and arbitration, the expense and the time. Most of the time, if it's they just want out, the best advice is, you know, go ahead and do that and move on and get the property back on the market and get it sold. In a few instances, the remedy was you, you put it back on the market, you hold them responsible for any damages occurred. But, but again, that happens and it happens seldom. By the way, the villages is the community. Ah, yeah, I'm looking Florida. at it right now, but I'm looking at all the pictures. I'm like, I don't want to bring it up because it's a bunch of uh, aging silver hairs well, that are just kind of hanging out with the sun setting the beach behind them. <laughs> yeah, Maybe a golf club. At least they still have the hair. Right? We, <laughs> we need the villages here in something like that in the Louisville area. Okay, but yes, so there you go. That's the that is a problem. There's not nothing much you can do. Even with, I'm going to bring up a rather sore subject for Kevin right now because. This is part of the legal community. Even with the new forms that are coming out, that has nothing to do with helping to keep the buyer's feet to the fire. Well, there's a debate between if you make it 
too many teeth to keep the buyer in. The buyers get cold feet, and they won't actually put in the contract. Versus the seller, I want some finale. I want some teeth. If they decide they just change their mind and walk away, I want some money in my pocket. Got it. And, and so that's been a little bit of debate over the last few decades here. You can see the future of home photography right now on your computer. Head to louisville3d.com. Whether you need to sell or want to gather some information, we take photography, our Sekolder team, to a whole new level. See it for yourself at louisville3d.com. And you can also get to us with a form on there if you want to think about listing and selling your house. We are out of time. Our thanks to my buddy Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Thank you, Bob. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Thanks, Randy. Thank you, Bob. My son, Greg, hey now. who does a whole lot, including our photography and marketing. Just call me the GM. And you can... The GM, is it? You can reach me anytime, <laughs> day or night. It really doesn't matter. Even weekends, I do try to answer my phone 24-7. You can call me on my cell phone at 376-5483. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS. <laughs>